You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Who is this gorgeous intruder? You're harboring a fugitive. You're not taking him anywhere. I hereby challenge you for possession of H.R. Wells. You realize trial by combat is to the death? See you then. She's gonna kill me, isn't she? You just need a little practice. <sighs> Facing the wrong way again. What are my chances here? Scale one to ten. She's gonna kill you. It's a pretty solid one. It's another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss the DC triple shot on the CW. Dude, you missed our, our, our comeback last week, and you missed out on, I mean, you missed a couple of episodes of no real importance, but you missed out on Raiders of the Lost Art from Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, would you like to give a, at least a, a, a quick thought on that? Because I, I was wanting to know what you thought about it. I, I laughed a lot. It was such a fun episode. Oh, yeah, it was just, it was fun. It was really, I just, I loved it when he's shooting and he's like, hey, George. I'm like, oh, well, I go, it can't, can't be George Lucas. Like, I was thinking, oh, they're making a joke about it being George Lucas. Right, they made a guy I didn't really who think like they him. were going to make the episode about George Lucas. So it was, <laughs> insane. <laughs> it was, that was great. Dropped a so, line yeah. about, you're my only hope, and they did a fucking trash compactor. <laughs> All this stuff was so great. I love that. I love that uh, two of the guys like not only lose their superpowers but lose their chosen professions because they were inspired by George Lucas movies and he decided to drop out of film school because of the events that happened in the show. It's uh, true though. I, I mean, love like I love Damien Dark and uh, and Malcolm Merlin are just mustache twirlers and they've got funny moments together. Uh, it's just such a good show and we'll talk about Legends as well, but. Um, you know, first we got to talk about the Flash, which is not a bad thing. Flash was was okay this week, um, and we're gonna dive in episode eleven of season three. This one is called "Dead or Alive," and we are introduced at the beginning to a woman called Gypsy. She is a bounty hunter with vibe powers similar to Cisco's, and she is intent on taking H.R. Wells back to Earth-19 for trial and execution, as interdimensional travel is forbidden on Earth-19. Maybe they've had some Maybe they've had some trouble there, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Cisco... Well, they said it, that like people came from a different thing and yes, almost yes. destroyed the world. That's always a bad thing. I guess I zoned that part out. Uh, Cisco... And it has been a couple of days. Uh, Cisco, of course is smitten with this young lady uh but at the same time for some reason likes hr wells and wants to save him uh he demands a trial by combat and she's kind of smitten with him she is yeah uh she accepts this trial by combat barry and hr try to ambush her but are easily defeated uh julian finds a stratagem for cisco who uses it to defeat her Rather than killing her, he allows her to return to Earth-19, but she makes it clear that HR can never return, since she will state 
that she killed him. You see, she's never lost a case. She's never failed to collect on a bounty until now. Until she's run into the Flash and his group of Flash friends. And uh, she cannot go back and tell them that she has failed. Uh, so she's just going to say, I killed HR. And uh, Cisco and, and Gypsy kind of fall for each other. And she more or less insinuates that even though it's against the law for this interdimensional travel, uh, she'll probably break it so she can make out with Cisco, presumably. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Iris is determined to make a legacy for herself, persuades Wally to help her bust an arms dealer. And while she's out scouting, she confronts the dealer, seemingly unafraid of death. Wally saves her. Joe gets angry and suspicious due to her lack of fear. Barry informs Wally that he needs to surpass Barry as a speedster in order to save Iris from Savitar. You know, it's crazy. I watched this episode. I don't remember any of that stuff. None. Well, with going into the where she like walked up to the guy and was like, shoot me. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. That's weird. And I watched the episode. I thought intently, but perhaps I was not watching as intently as uh, I presumed. Um, I, For the most part, I thought this episode was okay. But uh, it was very much like last week where they're... Actually, this was like less than last week, in fact. Like last week they were setting up... They were doing some setup for this whole can we change my vision uh, of the future where Iris is killed and yes, we can, we need to work on doing that. Uh, and this was kind of like a side episode of someone's coming to take HR back to earth 19 because he broke the law and we've got to stop him from leaving, even though apparently he's a criminal, uh, but he's well, our friend. Stop him from leaving because he was, he's there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't They've want to change things. Oh, that, I, I suppose that is true. That is a, that is that is part of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. it was another building block episode like last week, uh, where I feel like nothing really of note occurred. But I, I don't know. You may have a different opinion, Glenn. What did you make of Dead or Alive? I mean, I thought it was fine. Um, I mean, there. I guess these next couple episodes can't really be filler because. The, Every episode is supposed to be dealing with the outcome of her death. Mm -hmm. And Barry comes to the conclusion that he can't save her, that it has to be Kid Flash to save her because of how fast his speed is getting yeah. to be. So um, I just feel like it sounds like a good idea, but you're going to kind of get bogged down in there being no stakes. Mm -hmm. Because what you're doing is, you know, the same thing I'm complaining about with the Marvel movies. You're just doing this to get to the next movie. Yeah. So it's like these are just getting to the next episode to get to the finale. That kind of deal to where there's just no... I, I just feel like you're limiting yourself with the interplay. But I did like the Cisco and Gypsy stuff. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, the fact, like, <laughs> and kind of bringing in old Malfoy into the fold and his little quips were, were nice. But... Uh, he actually yeah. feels like, somehow he actually feels like a lesser character now, post-alchemy yeah. stuff. Like, he just feels like a dude who's in the back. I wonder if something is, I presume something is going to happen to him, right? Savitar said there's going to be some shit that's going to happen. One of them dies. Is it now on the, because we were thinking like, it's oh, it's obviously H.R. Wells is going to die. But once we found out that Julian is not really a bad guy, 
and he does feel like a guest actor on this show, he's going to be the one to die, right? He's going to be yeah. killed off and we won't see him again. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. He's going to betray them. He's also going to die and whatever the other thing was. He'll be all of the things. Yeah. No one saw that coming. They, had, they thought it was all going to be different people, but no, it'll be one guy. What a swerve. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? Because there, there's really not that much to talk about. No, it was. I mean, like I said, it was fun. I mean, I didn't. It wasn't anything great. I mean, it was. Thumbs it was kind of like last year when you know we kept saying like with the Flash, or kind of kind of felt like with the beginning of the season, very very beginning. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is okay. This is okay. So yes, thumbs in the middle. Uh, yeah. I give it a. I give it a three. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll say three. Middle of the road for you, Flash. Yeah. That's uh, two weeks. That's two weeks of uh, of of wheel spinning. It's not like bad wheel spinning, but you know they're just. Well, fine these happen. Episodes. This is what happens when you have twenty three episodes a season. Indeed. Well, it hasn't been happening to our our next group of <laughs> heroes yet. They're still they're still doing good. This wasn't as good as last week's episode, but. Well, this was a Damien Dark episode. Yeah, this wasn't quite as good as last week. It was week, narrated but... as if it was his TV show. That is true. Which was great. Uh, it's season two of The Legends of Tomorrow, episode 10, called The Legion of Doom. We need to figure out a way to rescue Rip. Please don't. I'll, I'll tell you anything you want to know. Ah! All you gotta do is trade the amulet for the Englishman. You want to put an artifact that can rewrite reality into the hands of the enemy? Excellent question. Speedster and his allies. Legion of Doom. I'm not calling him that. I don't like this situation. Not one bit. As you noted, sir, this starts with like, you know, they have those intros for the Flash, like, my name is Barry Allen, and I was struck by lightning. And shit, now I'm fast. I'm Oliver Queen. I was on an island for five years, and it turned me into something. My name's Martin Stein, and I'm part of a time traveling group. Yeah, yeah. They did this, but they did it with Damien Dark from his perspective. I'm Damien Dark. In 2016, I was killed by the Green Arrow, and now, (laughs) with the help of my speedster friend, we're traveling through time. It With the help awesome. of Malcolm Merlin, a man who apparently was there for my demise. Yes. We're going to rewrite history as we get chased by these pesky legends. It was awesome. <laughs> um, so the Legion uh, is attempting to extract information from Rip, uh, but they fail repeatedly because who Rip once was is no longer there. It's, it's not in his head anymore. Um, exacerbating tensions within the group as well is this repeated failing uh, Eobard disappears on another errand, gigantic air quotes, after insisting on his superiority. He assigns Malcolm and Dark to go to a bank in Switzerland in the year 2025 in order to access a safe deposit box, the number of which Dark found engraved on Rip's tooth, which he extracted during torture. Uh, meanwhile, Martin Stein recruits Lily, his daughter, to help the team decode the amulet that they got from Dark and Merlin. And she finds out that she is an aberration and gets angry with Martin. After a failed robbery, Malcolm and Dark decide to work together against Eobard. The legends realize the mystery of the speedster is in fact Eobard. And they 
put some pieces together that he, when Eddie killed himself, it erased him from history, but he is still on the run. If he stays, if he stays on the run, he will, he manages to stay just ahead of time. The, the, the timeline, uh, essentially overwriting him. And, uh, he needs the spear to undo his removal from existence. Uh, and it also explains why he's constantly leaving. He can't stay in one place for long. And they learn that if they trap him, uh, you know, the, the end may be nigh for him. Uh, Dark and Malcolm return to the bank and break into the vault, finding a record of Rip's memories. Uh, they force Eobard to tell him the truth about his disappearances. And he reveals that the Black Flash has been chasing him ever since Flashpoint. And they manage to trap the speedster, the, that, that being the Black Flash, uh, in a vault and escape with Eobard agreeing not to humiliate the duo again. Lily returns home while the Legion restores Rip's memories, albeit with adjustments, quote-unquote. Rip is then sent to New Jersey, 1776, and apparently assassinates one George Washington. Uh, so, what did you think of the Legion of Doom? And I am not just talking about the dominant 1980s WWF tag team of the same name. Or the Legion of Doom that exists in DC Comics, led by Lex Luthor and Galero Grodd. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's possible. It's possible this Legion of Doom may have existed beforehand. And uh, the, no, the it most certainly did. And the and the, the tag team perhaps thought it was a cool sounding name and stole it and used it for their own. That's possible, Glenn. But I don't know. Wrestling is not known for ripping off other things. That's using true. it for their own, so it's a hearty, they're pretty original establishment. Yeah, they're pretty original. Salt uh, of the earth people. <laughs> what, what did you think of the episode? That was great. Mm -hmm. Um, cool that they brought in Black Flash. Yes, that was pretty neat. CG wasn't half bad either, actually. No, no, it wasn't terrible. It's pretty good. Um, I just I don't know. I liked how much John Barrowman and Neil McDowell were hamming it up. Oh, man, are it they was, having fun? They, it was, yeah, who who gives a shit? Like, it's just... This is the show, I mean, Aaron and I were discussing, like, this is the show where they get to be more, like, comic book characters in a comic book show, uh, where things tend to get way too heavy on Arrow for these two characters, and they're just mustache twirlers on this show. Yeah, um just... But, villains it's fun yeah and they and this is the episode where they realize that they're just the uh the lackeys for eobard and they're like no no we're not going to be your lackey anymore you need us just as much as so he as called us his you. underlings oh yeah. what, what would your oh henchmen that's what you would call it henchmen. <laughs> i will um, say this arthur darville yeah that american accent man I hope shaky. you. I hope you lose it quick because you were definitely having it fade as this episode went along. <laughs> it sounds like he's back to normal-ish by the next episode. So yeah, no, because it was. Uh, I didn't notice it the first go around. I was like, oh, you know, he, he doesn't do half bad. He does the whole "I'm an American," you know, flat. <laughs> yeah, he does it okay. Um, but this one, when he was, he said something specifically, like when he was talking about the passcode, and it, it was like. It was pretty much like two sentences, and it was just his, his regular accent. Psycho, <laughs> like, oh, you're not even going to try and ADR that, okay. <laughs> Hello, pal. Would you like to watch the baseball match? Yeah. My favorite squadron is the Nye Mets. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I I like this episode a lot. I you know what I I noticed about this episode and last week's, and while I said this episode is not as good as last week's, and it's not, <laughs> neither of these two episodes have had a lot of Mick Rory in them. Yeah, Although, I was gonna say it. Last week had you know last week had some Mick Rory in it. Obviously, yeah, it was there. Mick and Stein <laughs> trying to figure out what was on with his brain, but yeah, but there wasn't like a lot of room for Mick Rory one liners and stuff. And you know, this episode, weird. this episode had even less, and I'm still enjoying the show, which is good. That means all of my enjoyment is not hanging on his character, which is weird because you know we were talking about when they were kind of building towards the whole him and you know maybe Vixen, you know that kind of deal. But it seems like these last two episodes are really backtracking on that. Mm-hmm. I, I loved that he's uh, was stuffing his face with donuts, though. I think at the yeah. beginning of this episode and calling everybody idiots or something or dumb. Uh, but he, he didn't really have a lot to do. It looks like he may have. <laughs> and don't tell night. her that she's that. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he's. he's oh, the, the food! Best. It's kind of like you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> God damn it. He's awesome. Uh, even when he's not featured that much, he's yeah. he's still he's still pretty great. Uh, yeah, the uh, this is kind of like unlike Flash. It feels like there's tons of stuff always happening in this show, and we're always learning something new. And there, uh, there's always stuff that is uh, there's more stuff developing about these characters. And I really wish people would just watch more of it, please. Uh, yeah, they do. I mean, not, they really but... handle the ensemble in this very well. It actually beat Arrow in the ratings last week. Good. Uh, fairly handily, actually. It got like one a one point seven four, and Arrow got a one point six eight. Although it's Arrow's ratings jumped back up this week. So, well, I mean, it's already been renewed for next year. So, Legion or Legends, yeah, yeah, yeah. All Which of is, them. Oh yeah, all of them have yes, but. Legends was the lower rated of the uh, of the shows, but I'm glad. I, I mean, look, it's still hovering around that close to two million viewers mark per episode, so I'm sure that's making CW happy. Um, considering how much fucking comic book content they have on their channel, that's that's actually astonishing that they're managing to hold uh, that much. Because you figure, I mean, Arrow's ratings have dropped a ton, and Flash is now easily the number one show. Uh, that they're that they're doing at least as far as comic books. Oh, really? It's more so. than Supergirl. Well, I don't know. Uh, I actually have not been looking at Supergirl's ratings, and I don't want to jump out on a limb here, but I think our Supergirl podcast is is at a close because uh, they haven't they haven't done one since uh, they didn't even finish the last two episodes of the first half of the season. Uh, and the show is now back for a couple of weeks. Uh, maybe they're coming back and doing more, but I don't know. Uh, let me go look at season two here. And yeah, their ratings have. Uh, yeah, Flash is getting better ratings than Supergirl. Hmm. Um, not by a ton. Uh, they are doing. Uh, the, this last episode did 2.35 million. And Flash is doing in the 3 million range. Um. That is, of course, a steep drop from what they were getting on network. On network, they were getting six million regularly, uh, which is weird. Does that does that suggest that far far fewer people have cable or something? Well, I mean, CW isn't cable. It's not. You're right. 
But it's not necessarily like... It's not a big network or whatever. Yeah, they don't have like a main affiliate. It's usually latched on to something else. It's not like people don't get it. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, what would you... Uh, unless you have an, unless you have something else to add, what would you give the Legion of Doom episode this week? Uh, I'll give it like a like three and three-fourths. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd... Oh, you know what? I was thinking of maybe giving it a four, but your three and three-quarters is... Uh, uh, seemingly more accurate. It was uh, slightly benign, but it wasn't. I mean, it was it was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some good stuff. It was not. It was not last week's episode, but I mean, look, when you don't have George Lucas as a major <laughs> plot point for your episode, uh, it's it's possible that. But, but I do like the this trifecta. I I think they play off of each other very well. Mm-hmm. Oh, the bad guy team. Yeah. The actual Legion of Doom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, like, it just seems like everyone's just kind of like, hey, look, you know, we're just doing the show. You know, we we can be tongue and tongue in cheek, and it mm-hmm. works really well. Yeah, they are so much better character wise, I feel, than they ever were on uh, Flash. Although Eobard Thawne has never been a particularly, he's not like he was a bad character on Flash, but he's a little more interesting on the show and dark and Merlin are way better. Oh, well, the problem with here. the other guy is that he didn't get to really play the character all that much. It was always Tom Cavanaugh. That got the yes. Plan, that so. was really, yeah, that was really reverse flash for most of the time. Um, all right, let's talk about this other show. Glenn. Yeah. Arrow season five, episode 11 called second Chances. She's a decorated CIA officer. She's a third degree black belt ninja vigilante. Army special ops. The woman can fight. Nope. What do you mean, no? No one's ever going to be good enough for you. Finding a new black canary, it's a feel thing. Here's the kicker she has a cry. We have a proposition for you. You get in my way, I'll send the three of you back to Star City with your nuts in a sling. Yay. <sighs> Yay indeed, Star during the Star Labs incident. CCPD undercover officer Tina Boland develops a sonic scream after watching her partner die at the hands of a drug dealer named Sean Sonus. Uh, I guess Tina Boland in the comics was another Black Canary, or maybe Wrong. the Black Canary. Diana Drake is yes. She she admits that that's her name later, right? Yeah. Why does she? I must have I must have missed the part where. Uh, she explains why her name was Tina Boland. Because that was her under that was, was her that fake the, name for when she was, was undercover the, cop. Oh, that was the undercover name, right? I remember her saying later on that her name is Diana Drake. Yeah, Dinah, Dinah Drake. Is that what it Dinah. is? Dinah. Yeah. Someone's in the kitchen with her. I've been told. Somebody from the 1940s is laughing hysterically right now at that joke. Well, I you think. know, she was created in the 1940s. mm Hmm. That's what that joke was for, Glenn. I'm sure we've got plenty of listeners <laughs> who lived in the 40s. 
Uh, anyway, uh, in the present, <laughs> Adrian tells Oliver that NSA has been investigating Walker, but the files are not accessible. Tasking Felicity and Rory to get the files, Oliver takes the others to recruit Tina, who has tracked Sonus to Hub City. She initially refuses to join, but Oliver's team intercepts her, attacking Sonus, who is revealed to be a metahuman capable of using her powers against her. Sonus escapes, and Oliver reveals his identity in an attempt to convince Tina, who later attacks Sonus during a transaction. Oliver's team intervenes and helps her defeat the dealers, but Oliver fails to dissuade her from killing Sonus. Felicity also, uh, this is like a side thing, he meets a hacktivist whom she inspired during her college days and gives her files against Walker. With them, Adrian is able to get John released on bail. Tina meets Oliver and announces her decision to join the team after revealing that her real name is Dinah Drake. In flashbacks, Talia Al Ghul helps Oliver kill an important associate of Kovar's. She reveals that she trained Yao and gives him the suit he will use when he first returns to Starling City. The end of his five-year journey is nearly at an end, Glenn. I think, right? Yeah. I hope. Thank what God. are they going to do in season six? There is a season six. So there's no more flashbacks after this? Uh, who knows? We thought, Did we I thought... say five years? I meant six. No. <laughs> No, oh no, what God, they could do, which would be kind of funny, is flashbacks of things we didn't see that happened in the first season. Ah, man. You know, like, when, like, that was one thing, I never, I never finished the show, I only watched, like, four seasons of it, and that's just because I got annoyed after a certain point in time, and that was How I Met Your Mother. They would make jokes to things that would have happened during the time of the show, but they never brought up in the show, that it just really bothers me when you do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The only time it ever worked, and uh, this is gonna—it's in been a while, so you guys better get your shots ready. Yeah. But it worked when they did it in Buffy, uh, because they addressed the fact that it was completely made up, <laughs> <laughs> and they come until existence until that season of the show. So maybe, maybe he'll maybe he'll admit that uh, he just assumed everyone knew that when he said five years, he meant in dog years yeah and that it's really 36 years that he spent on the island or or it's like he got stuck in the like speed force or something they're gonna do something (laughs) dumb like that and uh so they'll have to figure out a way to i'll say that about arrow this this week i i liked the whole when he called captain singh and and they kind of had the flash go in there and he's legit like that a little they did that in Legends, too. Like, just going back and forth with interplay within your universe. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, and that's a, and that's a good thing. I, I like the episode this week. This yeah, was it was okay. In, this is two weeks in a row where the episode was, where the episode was good. I like, uh, I like the, uh, who I guess, who was it? Whatever she's going to end up being called. New Black Canary or something. Um or maybe they'll just call her Black Canary. I don't Black know. Canary Redux Director's Cut. <laughs> yes, uh, I like I like her character a lot, and she uh, seemed to instantly recognize and simultaneously not put up with any of Oliver's bullshit. Uh, 
and she seemed pretty actually I'm I don't know at first I was like I really like this girl because she looked she took one look at this group and she's like I'm not gonna join your stupid group I'm fine on my own and I'm like boy you were smart because this group sucks mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean you could add to it for sure they need somebody like you on the on the team it's like his team's like a a ball club in a rebuilding year and they they need an established uh, a star player of some sort. And they needed to bring in their own coffee black. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're too good. And you recognize it and you stepped away. But uh, by the end, of course, she acquiesced and now she's part of the team. Um, but yeah, I liked, I liked her character. I liked that they, they, they did a lot of this whole episode was basically kind of introducing you to her and developing her enough to where you would actually give a shit or not, whether she joins the team. Uh, at the end of the day, and uh, yeah, yeah I really they... hope they scrap all these guys. Like Curtis, I don't care. Put him on Legends; he'll work on that show. Um, <laughs> He'd actually uh, work better on that show, I think. Yeah, he would. Uh, I, uh, uh, Wild Wild Dog, just... you can, uh, you know, he can, you know, Renee had to go back to his home planet to save his friends, and like, you don't even have to show anything; they can just poochie him off the show. Uh, I guess pun intended. Given his and then name. Ragman, who is like no, he's not even been like Ragman. No fucking charisma, it's, my god, dude, that guy. Yeah, he he's not much of a presence, and I'm positive that the CGI for this guy must be too much because he is rarely Ragman on the yeah. show. And if he is, it's for a scene or like one action. It's weird episode. how buddy buddy they've been having him and Felicity. Let me help you mourn. The person mm. who murdered my fucking town. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of Felicity, what did you think of her meeting a hacktivist that inspired her and they sat down and talked about hacktivating things? No? Okay, me neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, that was their, their B-plot this episode, man. Outside yeah, of the, it was dumb. Well, you know who the girl who was in it is. Um, she's the she's the what's her name, Harper something Harper, mm-hmm. in the in the Hannibal show. She's the she's the girl that that they Hannibal Lecter and uh, I'm going blank on his name. I, I can only think of the actors who played the character, uh, but yeah. Hugh Dancy's character. Um, I almost called him Hugh Dancy. I almost called him Edward Norton, and I almost called him Grisham because William <laughs> Peterson played him in the eighties. All of those things, <laughs> um, but uh, it was like the girl that they adopted, like after the first episode, more or less. So I was like, "Oh, that's cool. She's in crappy things. I mean, um, less less refined roles." Mm-hmm. But let me um. Let me she can leave too, by the way. I'm I'm a hundred percent okay with Felicity. Yeah, she can Felicity. also not be on the show. Felicity f- fell off a cliff. Oh no! I don't know. Uh, they just she got put it. in. I thought she was Prometheus, so I murdered her too. <laughs> <laughs> that damn clever Prometheus did it again. Ah, oh, nuts! Oliver says, snaps his finger, and just walks away. Um, I gotta, I gotta ask you a question, Glenn. Why? Wow, uh, so gung ho 
about her, her not murdering that guy when he just murders blatantly now? No, this is the this is a question. Oh, okay. Uh, if uh, if you're Oliver Queen, a man with clearly very good recall of his flashbacks, because uh, it is often brought up many times what what has happened in his flashbacks, and um, you meet one day. Ra's al Ghul, you meet Nissa al Ghul. <laughs> Don't you think you'd be like, hey, you know, I met somebody once named Talia al Ghul. Do you guys do you guys know each other at all? Did she say the last name al Ghul? I think she did. Okay. Aaron insists that she said it. Uh, I don't recall her actually saying it, but I was very zoned out during the flashbacks last week. And I remember her saying, my name is Talia. The flashbacks were okay this time, just because he murdered yeah. a fuckload of people. Oh yeah, they had cool, cool. You know, I will definitely say this, and this helped the episode. Lots of cool fight scenes. The fight on the rooftop with Sonus's men was awesome. With Oliver hanging from a fucking helicopter, shooting people. How was that arrows. explosion afterwards? Yeah, and then blowing up a helicopter. <laughs> just it walking away. So bad. Oh my god, that it looks... was ridiculous looking, but the uh, the fight was so yeah, cool. the it fight was, such was a fun. fun. Great, a great fight scene, and the 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 uh, the coat, the fight scene where Oliver's shooting people up like fucking John Wick, in the yep. flashbacks was also great. Uh, so yeah, there was some good stuff. Uh, there were still some things about Arrow that that is enjoyable, and the storytelling has been, you know, fine, even keeled. It's not subpar or anything like that, at least not right now. Um, and the action is still fun, so. You know what? Uh, speaking of action, um, you know what? I know what a little rumor is hmm. that Stephen Amell might do the course on American Ninja Warrior. Oh, for real? That'd be pretty freaking cool, wouldn't it? It would be pretty cool. Yeah, I I totally watch that. Fuck yeah, I would. that'd be awesome. I That's mean, I watched too. A... Like, have Ben Affleck do it? Have uh, have, oh, have that would be great. Cavill, he can do it too, because apparently. I, yeah, Chris Chris Hemsworth can do it. Paul Rudd Let's have all the have all the have all the Marvel guys uh, who've now gotten chiseled abs. Get Chris Pratt in there, see what he can do. Yeah, Evans and Hemsworth probably have a hard time. Well, just like Affleck would too, because he's just a big guy. Not really an athlete. Well, no, I just mean like height and stuff. Like he's like six four. I want to see Batista. I want to see Big Dave Batista run it. <laughs> he just, he, he probably just like he'll cheat. He might. He but, might. He, but I mean, like he's too heavy up top. Like a yeah, lot of that's like so much better be. Yeah. It's you know it's like parkour gas stuff. Him. Like you know you got to be built like a soccer player. You got to be light. Yeah. yeah, he might gas himself. Like Ryan Reynolds could probably do it because he's you know a leaner guy. Indeed. Hugh Jackman could probably do it. Cool. I, need to, I, to I need to now see Celebrity American Ninja Warrior. Ew, that I would watch it. Let's make That'd it happen. Be really cool to do. Let's make it happen, whatever network it is, NBC. Yeah, is let's it make it X-Men versus Marvel versus DC. Fuck yeah, this would be great. X-Men versus the Avengers or something, yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, Some of the Avengers can't do it. Like, Robert Downey Jr. is just too fucking old, but... uh. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's let's move away from this incredible idea that will never happen, and let's give uh, let's let's get back down to reality, Glenn. Solid factual information. Hey, here. you know what? Like our scores for this episode. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, gave, it, I, 
He, he could do it. I, get, I gave it, by the way, two and three quarters this episode. Two and three quarters. Didn't want to quite give it a three, like The Flash. I still, I'm still having more fun. Yeah, I'll be with you on that. <sighs> well, now that we've got that out tell me way. that those jokes about, oh, man, he got a three pound, he got a three patty burger the first time, and then got a five patty <laughs> burger. Like, you tell me that joke didn't work for you? No. I didn't even realize it was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, did. I got zero reaction out of me, legitimately. Um, but hey, now that we're done with the show, Glenn and I can go back to to thinking of no, there was things. one joke that did work for me in this episode. Oh yeah, we should try to end on a happy note. What was that? It was one of the first things that happened when they're like reviewing people, mm-hmm. and Ragman's like, "Okay, oh, so we got list. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got this girl in Houston." She's an astronaut by day, crime fighter by night. Oh, it was, yeah, that was great. <laughs> She's, she the works in an animal karate. hospital on the weekends, adopts yes. pets. Like, it was pretty funny. She got the gold in karate, but the thing that gave it away was the, the oh, that karate isn't joining the Olympics till 2020. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, my, my point is that no matter who we pick out, they're not going to match up to Laurel, so you're not going to pick them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was awesome where Renee was like astronaut ninja you're just making that up right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was awesome uh, that was the one good thing Ragman was, was used for yeah that week. was pretty funny excellent uh, alright so that's it for this week head on over to cinemageekly.com check out the archive of Flashing Arrow episodes and all of the other shows we do as well and of course the show is available on iTunes and Google Play Music just search for Flashing Arrow hit subscribe and that way you will be be able to listen to next week's episode where Glenn and I talk about season three of the flash episode 12 called untouchable season two of legends of tomorrow episode 11 called turncoat and season five of arrow episode 12 called bratva 